Welcome back to Pass It to Patrick, the sports podcast where we cover everything, stories of the NBA, stories of the NFL, just every, every great story that's happening right now in the sports world. Oh, it's going to be a packed Wednesday. It's a beautiful Wednesday. It's it's full of NBA stories, the NFL, uh, the NBA play-in tournament. Playoffs are right around the corner. They're pretty much here. Oh my goodness, Aaron Rodgers to the Broncos. These uh the the sports world and the interesting factor of the sports world. It it never stops now because we have all these players wanting to move. We have all these teams that are, you know, making headlines. LeBron, is he going to be healthy? He he's claimed he's not going to be 100% for these playoffs that are happening. Uh, who knows? Who knows? But it, no doubt it's going to be interesting to follow. I hope that he is 100% because I want to see the Lakers do well. I think it's good for the league. It's good for ratings. It's it's a win-win if, if he's healthy for everybody. So we got my top 32 power rankings of the NFL teams that we're going to get into uh, today. Uh, 1 through 32. We're going to go through who I have uh my top 32 and going into the NFL season, it's definitely changed and my teams have moved around quite a bit, but I'm going to break that down for you guys later. I want to uh, start out the podcast uh, with this. The NBA playing tournament is tonight. The Lakers go up against Golden State Warriors. This matchup is one of the most exciting NBA games uh, to date. LeBron, who was the MVP candidate, up until his injury. Steph, in the MVP candidates right now. Um, I don't think he'll win it. Uh, I think Nikola Jokic is going to bring home uh, the MVP trophy. But this game will say a lot about where the direction of the league is going. Because I hear a lot of people that are saying LeBron's getting older you know, finally, we can move on from LeBron James. His his reign is almost over. We can move on. We got with the the NBA future. It's bright. It's bright. We don't we don't need LeBron anymore. Ugh. No, no, oh, no, no. The the league's future without LeBron is not bright at all. LeBron brings in revenue. He brings interesting storylines. The guy has lived up to every expectation since he was 16 and put on a pedestal as the next Michael Jordan. And he's lived up to everything that we thought he would be. I mean, I was, I believe, eight when he started playing, and now I am 25. And what I've seen is incredible. I got to watch one of the greatest players play the game. And for all these people to come out and they say that the league would be better without LeBron, I I don't understand that logic. Because when Michael, to my understanding, when Michael left, the league didn't have a face. It really didn't. And when LeBron, the NBA got really lucky because when Michael left, you know, he was at the end there with the Wizards, but right away bridged right into LeBron. LeBron, you know, came in and they finally had a face of the league again. You know, the revenue was coming in and he lived up to the expectations. 
and he's lived up to the expectations throughout his career. From when he left Cleveland to go to Miami, learned how to win, came back to Cleveland, won a championship. One of the one of the greatest finals uh, I've I've seen in my life was 2016 with LeBron and that team winning the uh, NBA Finals. And it's just it's ludicrous to me why people think the league is going to be fine. He should have won MVP more times than he did, but I don't understand that award for some reason. They seem to flip-flop back on who should win that, who shouldn't. But uh, the argument is stupid. There shouldn't even be an argument. The The league's ratings will tank when LeBron is gone. Because in all, I'm not taking anything away from the stars in the league. They, they, there, are, there are great stars. KD, Kyrie, uh, James Harden, Giannis... And, you know, the up-and-comers, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. I, I could go on and on and on. Nikolai Jokic. But the thing is, LeBron's been consistent. He's been the voice of the league for so long. And these guys, and maybe the NBA will figure it out, but I, I don't see it happening. They they need LeBron still. And I'm not sick of seeing LeBron win. I You know, that's like if you're sick of seeing Tom Brady win, you know, fine, you know, fine if you're sick of seeing him win, but he is the greatest of all time, and maybe you should appreciate seeing that more than griping about how these guys win too much. It all just stems down to jealousy, really. But LeBron, getting back to tonight's game, Steph Curry and LeBron have so much respect for each other. If LeBron is 100, I don't think LeBron is 100%, but if he's at least... If he's at least like 75% and, you know, AD's like 90%, I think the Lakers have a good chance of winning tonight. Well, 100%. I have the Lakers winning, but Steph's, oh my God, Steph's incredible this year. (laughs) I'm just hoping for a good game because this game is going to be exciting. But, you know, to all the people that say LeBron, you know, needs to retire, I'm glad to see him gone. Like, no, because this game right here, if LeBron wasn't in it, the storylines wouldn't be as near as great. Look, LeBron got injured, and we're talking about LeBron's injury for weeks. Like, we don't do that with any other, you know, star. It's like, we're talking about it forever. And that's how you know that he is uh, one of the greatest to ever do it. So definitely tonight's going to be a, a great a great game. Curry has been playing out of his mind right now, and it's it's exciting to see. Uh, you know, we're, we're getting to that point where I'm going to get into my uh, top picks of who I think will be in the finals. I do think if LeBron can figure it out, the Lakers will get into the finals. By figuring it out, I mean getting that injury to like 80%. They will be in the finals. Uh, and I think I, I've gone back and forth between the Nets or the, honestly, the Bucks. Those two. And I see the Nets making the finals. I do. I, I think they'll figure it out and make the finals. Even though they got some chemistry, they're going to have to figure out that I had some skepticisms, you know, earlier in the the year when they were kind of putting these pieces together. But they seem to have, when they're all on the court, and James Harden's playing incredible, and Kyrie's played incredible, and KD's playing incredible. When they're all on the court, um, it is amazing to see the offensive power that they have. So I have the Lakers and them in the finals, but I'm excited about 
tonight's game. It's going to be a primetime game. Can't wait to watch it. And uh, yeah. And we'll dive into the NBA uh, a little later in the podcast because there's still some uh, great storylines to talk about. But I want to jump to this. <laughs> I was a little hard on Aaron Rodgers last week. I was. Um, but I, I've, I'm i going to try and defend my opinion here on Aaron Rodgers and maybe try and, I don't know, explain it a little more delicately. So Aaron Rodgers uh, pretty much wants out a, a Green Bay. And it, it this storyline just keeps going. You know, it's not resolved yet. And the thing about Aaron Rodgers is if he was on a team that was dysfunctional, maybe I could wrap my head around it a little bit more but the Packers have been anything but dysfunctional you know that their their business model isn't and you know maybe it's a little cold to explain it this way but the NFL is a business and for them to take a quarterback in the draft I don't I just I don't understand why Aaron Rodgers is so mad you know maybe he's upset because they didn't communicate well you know what a lot of people don't get communicated to and I know He's one of the greatest, but he's not the greatest. That's Tom Brady. That's, you know, that's seven rings. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers has won one, and maybe I sound like a broken record saying this, because I'm not I'm not trying to say Aaron Rodgers isn't great. He's great. You know, he's one of the one of the best QBs to play the game. But I've watched that Packers game against Tom Brady and the Bucks when the Packers played him. And he had opportunities. He did. He could have tucked and run it on those final plays that he had to get in the end zone. There was an open lane to run it. I was watching the game. He could have ran it. And I think that's the that's what I find so different about him and Brady. I would believe that Brady, Mahomes, Wilson, they would go head first and put their body on the line to win it. They don't you know, get a concussion. They they for the for the playoffs, they would throw themselves into the end zone whereas I didn't see that from Aaron Rodgers I and now all of a sudden you have a terrible team and you wanted more weapons but you have so many great weapons already you know it'd be one thing if he came out and said hey get me a tight end I'm ticked off okay go get him a tight end but to you know string the Packers along like this it's pretty it's just it kind of comes across as immature to me because you are making so much money. And, you know, I know that's the, the NFL, and these guys make money, and they have, they're in power positions, but they're not as in power as the NFL team that drafted you and is hiring you. You know, it just it, it seems a little disrespectful uh, to the Packers org- organization and what they've built there. You know, and it's like, <clears throat> you know, Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll, they figured out their drama. They did. They they're making it work, but I just think Aaron Rodgers and this all this drama. I feel like he needs to come out and kind of end the drama. I know. I know he wants out. Oh, you're upset. You're upset that Jordan Love will take your your spot in the next, you know, year or two. You're 38, man. I mean, what are you gonna play till you're 45? I know all the rules benefit the quarterbacks right now. But still, what Brady has done, I don't think will ever be done again. What He's playing into his 40s. And, you know, I think Aaron Rodgers can play till he's 40. But he should have, I just, I don't see the drive 
as much in Rodgers as I do a Brady or a Mahomes or a Wilson because these guys, they come across like they want to win. And yeah, I'm sure Aaron Rodgers wants to win, but you gotta you gotta show me a little bit more than just complaining in the offseason. And in my opinion, he didn't make the play that he needed to in the Green Bay game. He just didn't. And I, you know what? I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers is a bad person or anything like that, but I just think it's it's kind of um, ridiculous that you have one of the greatest franchises that you play for. They are not dysfunctional. You have one of the best wide receivers. You have one of the best O-lines. They went out and got you a defense. They have done a lot more than a lot of teams would. They've done a lot more than a lot of teams would. And I just think that's the situation with Aaron Rodgers is tricky. What do, what do you do? Um, it, it's I don't have the answer, really. If it was me, I would trade him. Um, I know the Packers want to hold out for this, but it seems almost like a lost cause because it's in Aaron's court. Uh, so we'll see what happens with uh, the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. It's an interesting storyline. You know, Ron Wolf came out. He, you know, he can't believe that Aaron Rodgers is such a diva. And I, I, I'm, it's hard for me to give an opinion on the situation of whether he's being a diva or not. But in my opinion, you need to just come in and work. You have one of the greatest teams put together for you. Um, if you wanted to complain about not having a piece, fine. Go and complain about that. But to blow it up like this, it's just ridiculous to me. All right. So a lot of interesting NFL headlines, storylines. Uh, recently with my Washington football team, Ryan Kerrigan has signed with the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Ryan Kerrigan has been one of the best pass rushers uh, for our team and in the league, and I'm I'm sad to see him go. I really am, and especially to the Eagles. It just stings a little bit more. I, I can't put my finger on why, but something tells me it's because Washington and the Eagles have a rivalry. So, you know, but no, nonetheless, I, I hope he does well. Uh, he gave us a lot of good years. And, you know, that defense, we drafted a lot of younger guys, so there wasn't as many uh, positions available because our defense is, you know, top five easily. And so I, I kind of get why they didn't want to re-sign him, and I kind of get why, you know, he, he wanted to go somewhere else. But, you know, he he played out his contract, and that's that's something huge too. And I should have brought this up when I was talking about Aaron Rodgers because a lot of people – and I'm kind of going back here, but a lot of people are on Aaron Rodgers' side. And I think I would be if his contract was expired and he could go somewhere else. You know, you know, Brady, he didn't he didn't force his way out of New England. You know, signed his contract, played his contract, and you know, he was on his way. These guys that wanna, you know, force their way out, eh, that's the NBA, man. That's the NBA. If you don't like the NFL for how it's set up, and try and change leagues because the NFL is set up differently than the NBA. It just is. So Brady, you know, played out his contract. He left, went to Tampa. I think Aaron should play out his contract, then go. Then go where you want. But, you know, kind of segue back into the Aaron Rodgers thing there after Ryan Kerrigan. I don't know. I just get I just get worked up on the Aaron Rodgers topic. I just I think he should, you know, go back to the Packers. All right, so now moving on. The NBA is heating up, and so are the talks for MVP. 
Nikolai Jokic seems to be the front runner, uh, and I I don't have a problem with that. He's he's played very well. I think it could go, I think it could go to, you know, Chris Paul or Stephon Curry. But I get it. Nikolai Jokic has had a great year. You know, he's he's put together some great games. Here's his last three games. Minnesota, 31 points, um, 14 rebounds, 4 assists. And then he's at Detroit, 20 points, 15 rebounds, 11 assists. Then he's going to Portland, 21 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists. The guy's on fire. And I I do believe that he should. Uh, he deserves the MVP too. I, th- I think you could go those three guys. But Nikolai Jokic will probably win the MVP this year. And the NBA, M- NBA is heating up, excuse me. We are very, very close uh, to the NBA Finals. It's crazy how this last year has seemed to flow, fly by, uh, speaking in terms of the NBA. And the Finals are it's definitely going to be an exciting Finals. I mean, the Nets out of nowhere, the Lakers. And, you know, I think it'll be those teams, but it's so hard to tell. Those are my teams. There are so many great teams in the NBA. Okay, now the time has come for my 32 power rankings of the NFL, my top 32 teams. And uh, I'm just going to jump into it, and uh, I'm glad to be doing this today because there's some surprise teams in here. And uh, number one team is the Kansas City Chiefs. They are my top team. Now, the Chiefs, they have Patrick Mahomes. They have they've bolstered that offensive line. They have done. Every, they've been aggressive. They have done everything they needed to to put uh, Mahomes and uh, Andy Reid and you know all those weapons uh, to good use. So they're my number one team. Uh, my number two team is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, it's not every day you bring back all twenty-two players that were free agents. I can't believe the Buccaneers did that. They did. Uh, they are right back in Super Bowl contention. And uh, Tom Brady, you know, he could get his eighth ring, which would be uh, kind of ridiculous, but. No doubt they are my top two team. My top three team, the Buffalo Bills. They had a good draft. Building on Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, that that connection there. You know, they they signed Mitch Trubisky in the offseason as a backup. Good depth piece. But Josh Allen and that team, ooh, they're going to be deadly. They're going to be uh, deadly. They have so many weapons, and Josh Allen can really uh, sling it. So they're my number three team. My number four team is the Green Bay Packers. That's right. Even though Aaron Rodgers is uncertain right now, I if he does come back, they are definitely number four. And they have a good team. They have, you know, it's kind of underrated, but they got a great, great team. So they're my number four team. My number five team is the Los Angeles Rams. I mean, come on, this team, they got Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald. They definitely will be uh, in the top uh, tier teams next year for the uh, Super Bowl uh, bubble. And I I think they have a good shot of getting there. They have a bunch of depth on that team. So my number six team then, my number six team is the Baltimore Ravens. Ooh, Lamar Jackson. Up and down, kind of, but I think he is going to, you know, come into the league. Each time Lamar Jackson, you know, has been doubted, he has come back from the offseason, and he has been better and better and better and better. And I don't think this time will be, 
you know, any different. He's going to come back, and he's going to be, I think, better. So they're my number 16. My number 17 is the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Baker Mayfield, he's going to tear it up this year. I think with Odell, too, they definitely have one of the best uh, put-together teams in the league. I, I think they have one of the best teams put together in the league. So they're my number 17. My number 18 is the Seattle Seahawks. Now, they figured this out with Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll. They they came together because they knew they had something special there, and they figured it out. So, you know, DK Metcalf, Jamal Adams, Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll, that defense, they're going to they're gonna be moving. So they're my number eight team. Um, my number nine team is the San Francisco 49ers. And again, they made a good move by taking Trey Lance. They still got Jimmy. They're not going to trade Jimmy. At least right not not right now. They got a lot of good pieces around him. That locker room still loves Jimmy. Trey Lance is waiting and ready to go when he's called on. He'll be ready to go. So they're my number nine team. My number ten team is the Arizona Cardinals. Now, Kyler Murray, they are going to cause problems. I think he is going to come in, Kyler Murray, and he's gonna like cause a lot of issues for teams and their defenses, because he can move. He can run around now, <laughs> and they're my number 10 team. My number 11 team is the Tennessee Titans. They were, they've were they been a good team. Now, I I think Ryan Tannehill won't have as good as a uh, good as year this year, but they're still a well-put-together team. They're my number 11 team. My number 12 team is the Indianapolis Colts. Now, this kind of stems on if Carson Wentz is Carson Wentz in from the past? If he's the Carson Wentz from that MVP year, I think if he is, they they could be ranked higher. But it's too early to tell. They're my number twelve team, a well put together team, solid team, one of the best O lines in the league. Uh, my number thirteen team is the Minnesota Vikings. Now, granted, Kirk Cousins, you know he's a. Uh, He's obviously, he doesn't have that X factor, but he is a good game manager. And, you know, they're paying him like he's an X factor, but, you know, he's a good game manager. They got a well-put-together team, too, and I think that uh, that defense is kind of underrated, but, you know, they're my number 13 team. My number 14 team, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Everyone's doubting Big Ben. I, I don't think you should doubt Big Ben. You know, everyone's saying he should be ranked last on the QB rankings and this and that. I think Big Ben will come out and be pretty good. You know, they have Juju coming back. They have, you know, a solid head coach in Mike Tomlin. So they're my number 14 team. Now, my number 15 team is the Miami Dolphins. Again, there's a lot of ups and downs here with this team because Tua, we don't know exactly what Tua is yet. Everyone's calling him a bust. There's no reason to do that. I don't think he's a bust. I think he's going to be a solid NFL quarterback. You got to give these guys time. I've said it before. Give them a few years. Is that long for some people? Maybe. But give them time to develop instead of every year taking a different quarterback. I just I don't agree with that method. So I think the Miami Dolphins are ranked 15 just because we haven't seen what Tua is. Now, my number 16 team is the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, even though it pains me as a Washington fan to put them right here above my Washington team. I get it. They got Dak. You know, they they went defense in the draft and they got Amari Cooper, they got Ezekiel Elliott. 
you know, Dak's coming back. They got a good offensive line. A couple players were hurt last year on that line. I think they're going to be better, even though it kills me to say it as a Washington fan. Dallas Cowboys at 16. Number 17, the New Orleans Saints. Yes, I have them pretty high on this list for losing Drew Brees. Hear me out. They have a lot of returning players from injuries. Drew Brees has retired, but they do have a couple, you know, capable quarterbacks on that roster. Jameis Winston, you know, and they got, oh my gosh, Taysom Hill. Forgot his name for a second. And then they took Ian Book, and Ian Book is my sleeper quarterback from this draft. I have a lot of support for Ian Book. I think I think he could come out and be really good, you know, in a couple of years. So New Orleans Saints are 17. Number 18, I have the Los Angeles Chargers. Justin Herbert, oh my gosh, Rasan Slater from the draft. This team, they're dangerous. They are dangerous. And I think the AFC, uh, that division with Chiefs, Broncos, Raiders, I think those teams need to watch out because the Chargers, they're going to be good this year. (laughs) They're definitely going to be good. New England Patriots uh, at 19, you know, they they went out and they, they succeeded in their mission in the draft. They got Mac Jones, solid quarterback. I think he'll be a great quarterback in a year or two, but they still have Cam coming back. And Cam's going to run that offense, and I think Cam will be uh, better than he was last year in that offense. He had a year to kind of learn it and play with that team, but they're they're ranked 19. Now, number 20, I got my Washington football team on here. It's a, I had to put them pretty low on my list just because Ryan Fitzpatrick's our quarterback (laughs) and what were we going to do though because we picked 19th in the draft were we going to move up and give up all that draft capital just for a quarterback that we probably have to sit behind a veteran for a year or two no and I I I supported them if they were going to move up and take Trey Lance but the second Trey Lance wasn't there I was pretty advocate that we shouldn't move up but they're my number 20 because our defense is solid we have one of the top defenses in the league and we just bolstered that even more in the draft my god so like they're they're number 20 for me now 21 the atlanta falcons matt ryan everyone's saying he's really old i still think he's got a little bit something left in the tank and uh what they do yeah they went out and got one of the best tight ends uh foreseeably for the next generation in kyle pitts uh, the guy's an athletic freak. So that that offense with Arthur Smith coming in, I think it's going to uh, kick it up a notch. It'll be in that next echelon of offenses. So the, uh, the Atlanta Falcons are my number 21 team. Number 22 is the New York Giants. Now, Daniel Jones, this is his make-or-break year. But the Giants have gone out and got so many weapons for him. Oh, my God. I, I don't want to sit here and go through the weapons, but they had a great 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 offseason of free agency they've put all the pieces around daniel jones to win so they are my number 22 team my number 23 team is the las vegas raiders and john gruden has got to figure it out with Derek carr and that team i think they have potential to be good but that division is so competitive i had to put them right here at 23 my number 24 team the chicago bears justin fields now, this team had lost a lot of its fans' uh, faith last year, fan base, fans base faith, but they went out and they got Justin Fields, they sparked that team a little bit, bought the coach and GM a little more time, and I think that they're going to be pretty good. I mean, 
Justin Fields has that it, it factor. So they're my number 2014. My number 25, the Carolina Panthers with Sam Darnold. A lot of unproven here still on how this will work, but Sam Darnold, the quarterback there, he is better than people have said. I support Sam Darnold. I think it'll be a great situation for him. They're my number 25 team. Number 26, the Denver Broncos. Now, this could change if this so-called trade for Aaron Rodgers goes through. This could change a lot. They could move up into the teens if they get uh, Denver or if Denver Broncos get Aaron Rodgers. They could move up to 13 or so. But that depends. Right now, they're 26. They got Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, Drew Locke, I'm suspecting he'll start again, but we just don't know. So they're 26. Number 27, the Philadelphia Eagles. They got Jalen Hurts. They got some great wide receivers. They went out and got Devontae Smith in the draft. They signed Ryan Kerrigan. (laughs) And I have them 27 just because the quarterback situation still. We have have yet to see what Jalen Hurts can really do. So they're number 27. Number 28, the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow. They had something going last year. Then Joe Burrow got hurt, but they added uh, one of Joe Burrow Joe Burrow's weapons from LSU and gave him Jamar Chase. So they got one of the best wide receivers in the draft, and no doubt I think the Cincinnati Bengals deserve to be there at 28. 29, the New York Jets. Zach Wilson, he's kind of small. That, that division's got a lot of defensive uh, minds defensive-minded head coaches, and they're not going to take it easy on you, Zach Wilson. Not only that, you're playing in one of the most high-pressure, stressful organizations in the NFL. I mean, it's New York, the big lights, the Jets, scrutiny around every corner. Number 30, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, I I kind of went back and forth with this one. Should I put the Jags higher because of Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer and Tim Tebow, because honestly, I think it's kind of awesome that Tim Tebow is going to come in and play tight end. You know, the guy's an athletic freak. Why not? Uh, but, you know, you had to put him kind of 30 because they're, they're, it's so new there in Jacksonville. We we don't know. I think by week eight, we'll have a good idea of what they are. But they're number 30. Number 31, oh boy, the Detroit Lions. You know what? I got Jared Goff. So the new head coach, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, number 32, the Houston Texans. Oh, boy. yeah, another dysfunctional organization. It's just uh, Deshaun Watson, the head coach there. We just don't know what the future holds for them. I had to put them at 32. So that's my top 32 NFL teams so far, my power rankings. And it could change if some moves get made, like some of these key moves. If Aaron Rodgers isn't with the Packers. You know, depending on how Carson Wentz plays, it it could go so up and down, my power rankings. But that's my current one, and hey, we'll see what happens. So, like I've said before, this podcast, I love doing it. Uh, Please hit that subscribe button if you haven't, because and and leave a review, because that that means so much uh, to make make this podcast uh, go. But that's what's going on in the sports world, really. I don't think it's bad that Tim Tebow's going to be on the Jags. I mean, playing tight end. I mean, the guy's using an opportunity. I don't blame him. We all would do it, wouldn't we? If we were going to get paid millions and <laughs> go on a team, any guy would do it. So, I mean, good good for Tim Tebow if it happens. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. 
You know, no reason to get all upset about it. Everyone's upset about Tim Tebow, uh, how he could end up on the Jags, but eh, I don't see a problem with it. All right, well, it's been a great day for a podcast, great day for uh, sports stories. Thank you guys for listening. This has uh, been Pass It to Patrick, and uh, have a great day.